Welcome to PodCash, the portable professional development podcast from Cash Alumni. Cash Alumni is the fastest growing association of professionals in care, health, and education, and we're happy to have you here. This is where you'll hear from specialists and experts from across our network. Here's what's coming up. My dissertation helped me understand the whole process of it all, and and that's what, what I'm going to do in the future. Yeah. Let's jump in to this week's episode. This is Andreas Carly, and Andreas has just completed a psychology degree, and he'll tell us a little bit more about that in a moment, but with first-class honours, are absolutely fantastic. So a, a big congratulations before we even start. But what's been really interesting is the way that actually education has made a massive difference to you and your journey. So Andreas, I don't know if you just want to start by telling us a little bit about your your journey and how education was something that you turned to to help you. Before this interview, I was reflecting a little bit about my past. On the TV earlier, there was a programme on, on houses. Long story short, around about 24, I had two houses. So I started very young in business and um, I was quite clever, I suppose, on, on making money without being an academic at all, you know. I started very young in my father's business, restaurant business. So I learned a lot of how, you know, work ethic, etc., and how hard work pays. But going on a few years, I got involved in drugs and criminality. That lasted around about 23 years, nearly cost me my life. So this is very brief, obviously. And then eight and a half years ago, I had a few choices to make. Uh, and the only way for me to get back on track was to educate myself, you know, actually education. Um, did a couple of courses, counselling course. That gave me this sort of um, confidence, if you like, to get more education. So I thought, hold on, if I can read books, if I can learn about myself, learn about theories, of counselling, theories of behaviour, how one can change. The only way to do that was to actually apply myself to learning. I did the counselling course, then I did um, some volunteering and peer mentoring. So I learned about safety, behaviours, I learned about addiction. As I've done that course, I thought, hold on, I want more, I can do more. Then I applied to university as a long shot. You know, I wrote to about five or six universities. University of of West London came back to me and said, we have this course for you, a psychology course with foundation. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to fill in the form. I gave a 2,000-word statement on on why they should accept me. And to my surprise, they accepted me. (laughs) To my surprise, you know, um, I got in basically. So I sorted out funding, I sorted out how I'm going to do this. And basically, 2018, September 2018, I walked to university and I thought, there's no way I can do this. (laughs) No way on earth. What am I doing here? I'm around around all these kids, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, and I'm thinking, you know, here's me, 57 years old, walking into a university. I just thought, let's give it a go, you know. A couple of weeks later, I had my first statistics module, all about statistics. Now, so I didn't realise psychology was research, and I didn't realise uh, a lot of it was maths-based, if you like, numbers, you know. And at school, I got ungraded at school and maths, 
So I was, I was absolutely useless, you know. So I did my first lesson. I thought, there's no way I could do this. You know, talking about graph, tables, percentages, this, that, and the other. You know, give me cash. I can count money. But, and I could do subtract, you know, 100 pounds from 1,000. But, you know, that, that's about it for me. That was my, my level. The lecture was great. I told him this, basically. And he said, look, just apply. it would be fine, you know. And foundation gave me a great opportunity. It was all basic stuff. My mindset was, you know what? I'm going to start as a child, as a beginning, and start getting um, a calculator, for example, going on YouTube, looking at the real basics of education. For you know what? I'm going to start at the, at the bottom. I'm going to start from scratch. And I looked at videos on even um, decimal points, you know. And then basically, I just applied myself. During the first year, my lecturer, because um, I'm quite open about my addiction and my past, I'm very open about it, because the whole goal of my education is to so I can help others. That's the whole point, is to help others in similar situations to myself. And then about four or five months uh, in, my, in the foundation year, my lecturer said to me, I want to put you up for an award with this charity. You know, I don't know if I deserve it, but why not? Go for it. Anyway, a couple of months later, uh, I got awarded uh, this award from the Helen, Helena Kennedy Foundation. They made me a winner. I got the award. They offered me the chance to have a mentor, which I thought, again, me having a bit of experience in life, did I need a mentor? But looking at it, I thought, you know what? Why not? Why not go for it? Yeah, yeah, I do. It'd be nice to have someone to help me and guide me. I wasn't 100% confident about it. I just thought, you know, why not? They offered me a mentor. There's this lady called Janet King. This is her details. So I contacted Janet King. And uh, that's you, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> anyway, it, it, to be honest, it transformed my whole part of university, meeting Janet, because it was around about the time of the pandemic. I think... We actually started working together before the pandemic. We did, yeah. yeah. Long story short, uh, now I've got my grades. I'm looking at my history of my the way I worked um, from the foundation year up to the first year. Looking at my grades, you know, my, my goal after the first three, four months was to get 41%, just to pass. That was my goal. That was my real goal at the beginning, uh, 41%. I thought, if I do that, at least I've got a degree and, and I've achieved something. And also, I've done, I've started something that I can finish. And that was another goal because in my life, I started a lot of projects, never really finished them, you know, never saw them through. And obviously, a lot of that is down to the addiction as well. Uh, because when you're, when you're involved with addiction, you, you do a lot of things um, and the drugs take over, you know. So you can never complete anything at the end of the day. Because your mind's all over the place, basically. Got introduced to Janet, and she had this calming influence on me. I felt a bit, how can I say, um, insecure, really, because I'm listening to a woman who's so sweet and nice. But it was nice that someone was listening to me as well uh, and actually listening to what, and sort of trying to understand me. And I used to share some personal stuff with her as well. And she was a great listener. That was really helpful because... As we moved on over the year, the pandemic hit. And that's when it was really hard because going into the university, mixing with other people, because the last um, couple of years, 
before I managed to to get him to recovery. I was very lonely. It was a very lonely. I lost my family. I pushed people away. My addiction made it like I was alone a lot, you know, in rooms doing gear, you know, doing drugs and stuff. And so part of the the pull of university was um, to be around people. So the pandemic hit and that was taken away from me again. You know, I could easily have walked away from that, using that as an excuse maybe, you know. But I didn't. And because Janet was there to support two, three times a week to me. And that, those two, three times a week was like, uh, it was great. Even though I was doing lectures online, I had that extra from Janet, which was really helped me and guided me. Three years later, you know, from the first year of mentoring from Janet, she used to, you know, it's quite... She's quite annoying sometimes, to be fair. <laughs> she would say to me, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And I said, Janet, I've done it, I've done it. Going, no, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And uh, <laughs> because when you do a piece of work, you're thinking, oh, that's good. And then she's going, but Andreas, look at this and that and blah, blah, blah. I would sort of, in a way, not argue, but ultimately I'd listen to her and she was right you know, all the time. Her guidance and my application, my hard work for sure made a difference. But I I found a big difference in the second year. As I started getting my grades were getting a bit better, I started to learn from Janet, learn from the university and and actually apply that, all that learning to improve my studies. Uh, During the course of the second year, I'd started towards the end I started to say to Janet, well, we should do this, we should do that. Rather, she was mentoring me, yes, but I was in a way, because I knew the subject and learning from the subject, I would guide her as well at the same time. Whatever, it, it was just a great teamwork it was with, with Janet. But that's the whole point. The the whole, you know, the, the development of my learning through the university, obviously, which was a massive but learning from someone from Janet as well and that mentorship that she gave me inspired me to be the best version of myself, you know. And it all came to a head in June, around about the 28th of June, 29th of June, when I got my final grade. And it was first class, you know, my final year, my average was 75%. And that is all through application, hard word, Work, yeah, my life experience made a massive difference to me, uh, to to my studies. It was, you know, most probably more than my fellow cohorts. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure the percentage of people that got first class degrees, but I, I would say, you know, I was one of the top ones in, in the year. In fact, I'm pretty sure of that. Um, and that, again, is through application, hard work, listening, and having a, a men- I'm not going to ever, ever dis- you know, ever forget and underestimate the value of, of, of Janet because she helped me. But especially the last year, the, the, the more mental aspect and being there and listening, because I, I think around about February, March, I wanted to give up because I was doing a very hard study. And a lot of it, it was to, due to my past, but a lot of memories. Um, it was hard. It was very, very hard, you know. My dissertation turned out really well. Like I said, I got a first for it. It was, you know, interviewing other people in recovery and their significant others, uh, doing tables and whatever it was. It was just very, very hard. But it was all worth it in the end. And and I, I now want to inspire other people. And, and I've just got a job working in the prison service um, 
for the criminal justice system. Basically, I'd be mentoring and leading a team of mentors, training them to help prisoners on probation change their lives. And a big part of what I think is missing in the criminal justice service is education. Part of my goal is to inform them and educate them on addiction, crime, and how they can learn and start again in their lives and go to university, go to college, you know, do night club, whatever it is, because there's no reason why they can't do it because I did it, you know? And that's the inspiration I'm hoping to give others because um, I'm a Cockney, right? I'm Greek. <laughs> uh, and now I actually use words that, you know, my family say, what did you mean by that? Or what did you say? That's an ac- academic language. So I, I, I learned that now. and I've learned that. Uh, and I feel more astute in, in my life. It's, it's just, it's just it's, you know, enhanced my whole well-being. And also... Education has helped me not only in my profession that I'm going to plan to do, my profession in helping others, but I'm going to make a difference. And not only that with with the outside world, but with my family as well. A lot of my family members come to me and I advise them and help them and listen to them. And they, they come to me in this degree has given them the trust actually in me because once I've achieved that, they couldn't believe it actually that I would actually finish this and actually achieve it. You know, when I'm getting uh, my, my brothers, my nieces, obviously my children, um, so that's where I'm at. That's a brief synopsis of how education has helped me come to this part of my life. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you so much for your kind words. Totally, totally unnecessary, but thank you, it's really kind. No, totally, I'd never forget you, Janet. <laughs> You are uh, an inspiration to me. Uh, Yeah, you're great. That's lovely. It's very kind. This is Podcash, brought to you by Cash Alumni. If you're enjoying this conversation, please use your podcast app to follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. Obviously, you will go on to make a massive difference. I think those lived experiences and being able to to offer that compassion and that empathy and knowing, you know, exactly how somebody else is feeling um, or the experiences, recognising the experiences, whether we can actually ever know how somebody else is feeling, I don't know. But to be able to recognise the pain that, that somebody else is, is feeling, to have felt it yourself is an incredible, powerful tool that can be used. When, when you were doing your, your studies, I remember there was a couple of, of modules that were really engaged with that sort of biological side of things and how addiction and, you know, changes in the brain and things like that. Did, did you find those interesting, overwhelming? Well, um, this, this is where it goes to the next level, you see. This is where the degree has given me the, the extra power, if you like, the extra level. You know, I went to a, a rehab recently as I did a day's trial in uh, you know, a in a expensive rehab where people with money go in there. And I saw so many gaps in their process um, in how they try to help people in recovery, stay in recovery, you know. You know, when they're charging three, four grand a week for a month, for example. I know through my own experience and through theory of, of, of addiction, the biological aspect of addiction you know, it's just not possible to, to be, be in recovery. You know, I'd be very lucky for someone to be in recovery long term. Um, and this has given me the license. So these modules, for example, I know how the brain works now. I, I know how the neurotransmitters work. I know how mixing alcohol with cocaine, for example, will come up with a neuroadaptation. 
you know, it's a neuro, you know, that's the chemical process and how it affects the brain. Before, I didn't know that, obviously. I did maybe two rehabs over a 23-year period uh, 20 years ago. I did, you know, numerous counselling and whatever, yeah, volunteering. And they, they don't add that. In, and this is where I'm going to make the difference. For example, the interview I did for the job that I'm going to do was I told them this. I, I said there are so many gaps in rehabilitation. And this is what I've learned from my modules. This is what I've learned about myself. This is what, I, you know, and only through knowledge of learning, my degree is psychology, with substance use and misuse studies. I focused on the substance addiction aspects and it taught me behavior, it taught me uh, biological aspects, it's taught me treatment intervention, it's taught me so many things. And, and the last couple of years of, of my degree, is, you know, it's taught me how to do motivational interviewing, for example. You know, something I learned so much on how to learn, listen, how to let people make their own decisions rather than direct them, this is what you do, this is what you shouldn't do. That's what I used to be like, you know, but now it's more about the client and it's person-centred, you know. And this is what education has given me. I say to the day I die about how much education, but there are so many gaps in government, in policy. There's so many people out there taking advantage of people with mental health issues. You know, they're not giving them the right treatment. And I'm arrogant enough, if you want, or confident enough, maybe is a, the right word, is to say, well, you know what, I will make a difference because of what I've learned. And that's where I'm at. Fantastic. Brilliant. In these last moments, if you like, I just want to move on to your dissertation, really, um, because your dissertation was really, really interesting in terms of, you know, looking um, at, at the plight of diets, looking at those relationships, really bringing everything that you've learned across all of those modules together. How would you describe your dissertation? The biggest thing I learned from my dissertation was going towards this mindset uh, of, of in the last year uh, of the degree, learning about obviously the addiction regarding myself, but it was more about the families and people around. And I call them significant others in my dissertation um, because there's a lot of uh, media, you know, they talk about addiction and they talk about the addict, the person who's the, you know addicted to substances and rarely it gets spoken about the family members or friends of the person all the focus is on the addict themselves but the my dissertation and, and my interviews um and, and my research helped me understand more in detail about you know started to make me think about my family and the pain i gave them my children you know from a very young age were, were involved you know, indirectly in the addiction, but they suffered most probably more than me, you know, the mental stress, you know, the, the stress I gave my mum and dad, you know, uh, I haven't mentioned that my daughter passed away eight and a half years ago. That really kick-started my recovery. She died of a brain tumour. Well, she died, you know, knowing that I was an addict, and that is very painful to me. But it also inspired me to, to change my life and do it in her name, if you like, in her memory. But the pain I gave those those kids uh, and my family, you know, and my friends, you know, uh, I've got a best friend of 40 years who stood by me, but I lost so many along the way. I've lost family members along the way, which I don't blame them for that. But this dissertation made me realise that 
I want to support families and educate families as well. They're just as important as the addict, actually. You know, it's on a parallel because the addict will get higher, but who's, you know, who's there to pick up the pieces? The family member, the child, the mother, the father, the brother, the sister, the best friend, you know. So that's what this dissertation, um, you know, helped me understand, you know, about education. Again, education. And part of my, my future will be to educate families, friends, I'm doing a radio show with the local community, Greek community. Um, they've invited me up to discuss how we're going to do an interview. And because I, I propose to them, there's not enough parents understand addiction of, of kids. Their kids, there's a lot of kids involved in addiction and they've got nowhere to turn to. They don't understand the process of support. They don't understand the addiction itself. They don't understand recovery. They don't understand support. So, it's, you know, I want to be able to change that. And my dissertation helped me understand the whole process of it all. And and that's what, what I'm going to do in the future, yeah. Andreas, thank you so, so much for taking the time to share your journey and some of those personal reflections are very much appreciated. Thank you for being so open and so honest and what a fantastic achievement. Well done. Thank you. Down to you, darling. Down to you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Podcash. If you enjoyed it, please follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. You can also watch many of these conversations by heading over to cashalumni.org.uk and going to the CPD and best practice section of the site. That's cashalumni.org.uk.